Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Fat Chats with Kina. I'm Kina Lone Khape, and I'll be overly engaging you on things that take place in my imagination, normally during a shower, but as we're coming to learn, very interesting things take place in there. As many of us know or have come to experience, black people supporting each other is such an intense topic of discussion. On top of that, black people struggle very much to control commerce among themselves. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying they can't, I'm saying they struggle. That's forfeiting many opportunities to people outside of the black community and not allowing themselves the capacity to strengthen their economic stance, to grow their wealth and to create equity for themselves and amidst themselves. Yes, yes, yes. I'm far from ignorant, so I understand that there are many socioeconomic issues that have been put into place that perpetuate this process. But I also don't think that we're rebellious enough within ourselves to switch up attention from supporting businesses outside of the black economy, from supporting people outside of the black societies and really, really honing that focus on ourselves. And this as a long-term strategy to get ourselves adept with financial wealth amidst ourselves and support for growth and economic prevalence amidst ourselves prior to then overly engaging that wealth with everyone else on a platform that is comfortable. We're often less than when we're engaging with other races amidst the wealth process. We're often less than looking for support from other races. Another interesting one that I will expand on later is how there are black people who support each other, but we only seem to support them once they've worked hard enough for their clout. Another thing though, on the bright side is that there are people who manage to get the movement of wealth amidst black people, right? Don't forget about the taxi owners and taxi associations. And may we please shine a nice spotlight that has had many banks trying to find ways to campaign toward them on Abu Mamaba Society because they've got some interesting strategy and cooperative ways to move money and move resources among themselves in a very supportive and useful way. Stay tuned. Let's unpack. I know when people talk about racial dynamics, they like to have disclaimers explaining themselves, etc., 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 etc. But the only disclaimer here is that we are born in a world where racial dispositions and racial definitions and differences and alienations and, and, and take place. And so when someone picks up an insight and they want to elaborate on that, it's very often tricky to get to the facts of the matter without stepping on toes, etc., etc., because people want to be sensitive about things. I'm just saying, I'm out here unpacking things that take place in my imagination from the insights that I see in reality. And if I am offensive to an extent that I'm breaking the law, please jump on and let me know to that regard. But if it's just a sensitivity issue where you really can't deal to bear the grim realities that we exist within. I'm sorry, but like I can't help and I don't want to help because that's the reason why we're lagging behind as a world in general. Cheers, bye.
Allow me to start off here by talking about how asking each other for support as black people is seemingly the most heinous crime you can ever commit. It's like when you ask for support, you can't just ask someone for support like it's a normal part of actually interacting as social beings. You have to consider pride. You have to consider setbacks. You have to consider being judged. Sometimes you don't even know where to start because you don't feel like you can actually ask for support, which is a big deal. Not many races interact with each other like that. Asking each other for support has been a common part of human existence for the longest time. And I would assume that's why we are here in packs and numbers. To move together and to work together. But amidst ourselves as Abantaba Myama, we just seem to feel like, nah, it's an inconvenience when someone asks for help. And we judge them so harshly sometimes. This is not everyone, don't get me wrong. But I remember needing help with something and someone saying to me, yeah, Angiti. Everyone had to work for themselves and everyone had to make things happen for themselves. So by the time we have to help other people, like it's so exhausting because we had to do things ourselves. Why can't they figure them out themselves? And I was so shook. Struggling to control commerce in black communities and amidst black people in general is a big one to me and has often led to ideas such as support black business and buy black, which we don't even realize are actually us campaigning towards ourselves to invest in ourselves and to support ourselves, which sucks. But what really sucks is the fact that we have to remind each other to do these things because of the way we treat each other. This leads me to the three points that I think really stand out to me in terms of how we suck as black people to support each other and to maintain and control commerce amidst each other. And like I said, of course, naturally, this doesn't happen everywhere. This doesn't happen in every class of people. This doesn't happen in every social group because there are black people who are significantly, significantly successful at doing this and you know, keeping the wealth flowing among themselves and making sure that their children are enriched and making sure that their family members are also reeled in, no matter the circumstances, and educating each other to be able to perpetuate and maintain that cycle, which is very admirable. What is a bit tricky is having access to how they do it, where you find them, and how to join those circles, which might actually tie into one of the points that I have about how we jump onto supporting black people when they have clout. And how we awaken to the reality that a lot of black people that are successful generally come from successful families, especially those who are successful very young. But that doesn't take away from the capacity of being successful as a black person when you don't come from all the riches in the world or from the best connects. Anyway, I deviate. Let's go back to why I think or the key areas where I think we suck at uplifting each other. And then we need to remind each other with campaigns such as support black Um, business or buy black to be able to support each other all over again number one guys when we want a service from a black person we somehow expect that we are entitled to paying less what shenanigans are those like what shenanigans are we even attempting to drive forward as a bunch of folk when it comes to a service from someone else of the same color and imagining that we deserve it at bargain pricing. People 
gladly walk into malls and established brands and shops and retail outlets. And they want what they want on the shelf. Expensive if some of these things are as like obscure and unnecessary as some of them might be. And also considering the fact that the people who own that shop are not even that hungry. I don't even need your money that much. You don't freaking bother them about the prices that they have in there and you don't try and negotiate with them you either wait for a sale to come along or you lay by or you make means to get the money so that you can get whatever it is that you wanted in that shop but when it comes to another black person you must get it for free ganjan and yeah lana this is the part where black people i mean indian people can also count as black and maybe colored people can also count as black because somehow when we also go and consume from their shops we must try and negotiate some level of like discount nyana for another reason or the other i'm just saying y'all y'all got really really interesting ways of engaging with each other another tricky tricky thing that black people do with each other when a black person supports your service and puts their trust in your skill or in your promise you let them down hi guys at what point though like is that a real thing for us to be engaging with each other at that level you let them down to a point where things start going around like supporting black people is poor quality um you don't get the best outcome. I don't want to work with black people because I just don't think they're professional enough. I'd rather have a white person or an Indian person or a Chinese person do a certain service for me because, yeah, they do it much better. And nine times out of ten, it's not that they do it much better, actually. They've also had, like, blunders that happen on a very high scale and in billions and millions we've seen in the news. But that's not my business right now. But, like, yeah... You go there and you don't perform a good quality service. And then you have someone who was actually trying to do something for the greater good, put their time in you and invest their hope in you. And you let them down. You know what's the sad part about you guys letting each other down? It's the fact that nine times out of ten, you actually know how to do a better job. You just want to be supervised by someone else. Yeah, you guys can be like this to people. You don't put your best foot forward for each other because I don't know what the hell is going on. And now remember guys, I'm generalizing here. And in me generalizing, don't get hyperactive and over emotional about some of these things. Because at least someone who is black around you, if it's not your direct experience can tell you a story about themselves having gone through this or someone having gone through this. Nah, but let's stop with that now because we're getting out of hand. Let me tell you also about people who run away with people's money. Guys, I just had a potential client right now tell me that he can't proceed with work the way he would have liked to proceed with work because someone he had entrusted with a process that comes in before I kick in has just gone silent on him. Ha. Huh. Ah, what I would do for a paying client, what I would have done to go and learn the skills to do what this client needed 
and have him pay so that he can give me a review for my website so that I can now become more credible to get more we- more clients. I just can't even begin to explain. But someone had to come along before me and just disillusion this person from actually doing work with other black people. Agubhlungu. Because also this person is pushing a dream. And this person, on top of pushing a dream, is trying to make it collaborative in the black space. And then gets disappointed like that. Aye, guys, no ways. Aye, you're a lot. You're a hazard to yourselves. We're a hazard to ourselves. I don't know what the hell. But because I'm generalizing, I can just say, those of you that are doing this are a hazard to the financial accumulation that we could advance ourselves into with the skills that we're learning as a black community in J so that we can fast track our way into some level of equity and wealth outside of course of the other areas that we need to break through on that note guys we can't even do business with friends we can't do business with friends because now we're going to break friendships and already in this world it's not easy to trust just about anyone so you want to hold on to your friends because you love them and appreciate them and life is tough and making new friends podcast for another day is another journey altogether so now you can't do business with friends because sometimes even those very friends are going to be the very ones that disappoint you you also can't do business with family because now you're scared that you don't want to drive a wedge between yourself and a family member because for some weird reason you can't rely on each other I'm sitting here now saying this because I did business with a friend and that friend then decided nah they don't have money to pay me for my service or whatever the hell is going on and I did the work and as I'm doing the work they don't even tell me that they are depleting the budget that they have been saving to pay me because when I started the work he ensured me that he had a budget for the service that I was about to perform yes yeah manje if friendship be pelile because we can't communicate i need to if we communicate we have to discuss the money first and he's quiet. Where am I? I'm podcasting lamenting. I'm hacked. <laughs> Super hacked. Do you know what I mean? But it's not my hack alone. Many people are in this devastating situation. Like they try to push something together. They were on the same page. The synergy was aligned initially. And then boom, problems arise. People don't want to pay. But people are popping bottles. That's not nice, guys. Enough people have spoken about this for us to not be doing this to each other anymore. We've heard celebrities speak about this on television. We've heard people com- complain about this. You know, but here we are, still frustrated about processes and we're still like shook as to why people will not invest in a daki. Do you know what I mean? No, guys. We're has it to ourselves like rabon. Rabon abatakir. Yeah. Because we'll support black business until black business is my friend or a family member. Yeah. Ninja alo. Riso. Riso, guys. This is the way. Like this. Ah, riso. Like, I don't, I don't even understand why we, we, we are so disdainful towards ourselves. And like, it perplexes us all but now the anxiety is also so deep you can't see yourself trying to change that what then happens is that family member going forward in life 
or your friend going forward in life not even sharing their stuff online or not even supporting them physically or when you need something that they a service that they provide you'll do the same for someone who has clout because you want to associate with those peoples <laughs> yeah those peoples yeah niso Listen, all, guys, this is the ugly truth about the little teeny weeny penny things that we do that have a compounding effect in why we're still lagging behind and we can't propel um, grade some of ourselves forward. Then we wonder why people have tight knit cliques that we can't break into. You know what I mean? Unless they know what you're about or what you can offer. Because they want to know, this space, to this space, what's your contribution? They want to know that when you surround yourself with them or when they are surrounded in your surroundings or whatever, they are also having an exchange rather than just being extracted for. Hey, guys, because no one ever prepares you for the part where they say, surround yourself with people who inspire you that you want to be like. But what it takes to surround yourself with those people. Podcast for another day. But I'm just saying, y'all. You will support black business sometimes. But you ain't supporting it if it's your neighbor, your friend, or your mama, or something. You know what I mean? A family member. No, guys. I. That was my point, yeah. On black people struggling to support each other. I hope I've got you all warmed up and intrigued enough and riled up maybe enough to drop me a voice note and let me know what your experiences have been because I can assure you I probably haven't covered the grand scope. And do remember not to be disheartened by this because there are other spaces of black people that really, really carry each other forward nicely. And I think that with that example and maybe trying to shed more light around that, we can share those ideals and see how we can uh, spread that kind of uh, way of supporting each other more. Okay. Love you lots.